You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many yeah, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Coach Belichick and I were on the field. Uh, maybe doing like an Oklahoma drill, but I don't, I don't foresee that happening. Uh, I don't think the fans really pay for that. Let's get back to <laughs> BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. It is week one officially of the NFL season. The voice there of Mike McDaniel head coach of the Miami Dolphins. I disagree with McDaniel there. I would pay to watch an Oklahoma drill between Bill Belichick and Mike McDaniel. Like, he doesn't think fans would. I would pay to watch that. Belichick would, would destroy him. Belichick's like when three Belichick's times his sh- size. Or two times his size. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and do- doesn't old. he know – but he knows everything about leverage. I mean, come on. <laughs> he would kill him. He's, he's got one in him. He's got, he's got okay. one. Don't you think Belichick's got one snap in him? Yes, I agree. But then that's it. He's old. He's an old man. I mean, that, that's that, that's all he's got in him. Um, that game on Sunday is one of the many we'll mm-hmm. talk about this week. Let's dive into it. Week one NFL season. It is here. Uh, there's so Joe. You were, I saw you. Um, you tweeted about it before the show. Like these lines are going to close within a few days. Like we we got it now. Like this is it. Yeah. It is time to dive in. So look what we have. All right. Before we get to any games that are hitting us in the moment. Let's just hit some some newsy stuff that is important for this week. Number one, and we were waiting for this, the starting quarterback has been revealed in, for the Steelers in the most Pittsburgh way possible. They <laughs> announced nothing. They just update their depth chart on their website. It is Mitch Trubisky, Aaron. Mitch Trubisky is going to be the, the number one guy. He's the starter. And Kenny Pickett is three. So it seems like for this week, they're going to mm-hmm. go one, Trubisky, two, Mason Rudolph, in case there's an injury, and then Pickett's not going to play. I don't know if he's going to dress. He's probably not going to dress him if he's a third stringer. So what do we think? Trubisky as the starter? I'm not surprised there. And I, I always thought this is how we'd start the season. Yeah, and I think Trubisky probably gives the Steelers a better chance to win than a rookie quarterback in the opener. So um, it is – I mean, you're going to name him the captain, but you don't plan on him being your starter. I mean, he's got to be the starter. Um, they, even though it's an unofficial depth chart, it is there. So I, I think it's a good move. I mean, you do have to put rookies out there and see what you have, but I don't know. They obviously don't feel that good about what they've got right now. So Trubisky it is. It's the only move to make, really. Yeah. I don't think anybody's surprised. You've got you've to go this route. Especially Tomlin. I'm going to go with the guy that has some experience. He didn't play last year. 
Maybe if he has some weapons, we have more weapons here than he's ever had before because it was the Bears, and then he doesn't play at all with the Bills. So it was mm-hmm. really the only move to make. That's why you brought him in, to give him another chance. You didn't bring him in here to be your second or third quarterback. Now, this doesn't budge me on how I think the season is going to go. I still think that Pickett is going to start the vast majority of games. In fact, it might be an insane number. But I do pause a little bit. QB3? Are they messing with us? Maybe he is, because it appears that Tomlin was messing with us a couple of weeks ago when he kept going on and on about how it's undecided, how the last uh, preseason game means a lot. Maybe it did, but I, I think it kind of shows us that he was lying, right? He probably was. I also think, yeah. is that the spot for Mitch Trubisky? Uh, excuse me. Is that the spot for Kenny Pickett if there's an injury to Trubisky? No. That, you might want to avoid that, right? When he plays, he starts the game. He prepares for the week. So I, I understand the idea. I, like, I don't really think he's the third quarterback. I think it's semantics with the depth chart and like timing. He's the second quarterback, right? If Trubisky got hurt mm-hmm. on this coming Sunday, Mason Rudolph would walk on the field. He'd finish the game. Who would start yeah. the next week? It'd be Kenny Pickett. Like, I, I think this is just depth chart stuff for a game. But, Joey, I mean, you've been on this. I think you and Paul and, and I've been with you for weeks and months. Steelers plus a six and a half. I, I like the well, bet more with Trubisky in there week one against the Bengals than I would have with a rookie quarterback on the road. And even though the number probably wouldn't went up, yeah. we would maybe we would have got seven. Aaron, I, I, I like the Steelers side of this on Sunday. I, I think I, they're going to keep this close. I do too, because the Steelers and Bengals always play close games. And I think Trubisky gives the Steelers a better chance to win than a rookie quarterback playing against a team that was in the Super Bowl last year. So I think he gives them the best chance to win or at least cover. Zero movement on the spread. So I I think it tells us, one, that we all knew it was going to be Trubisky. The books figured it would be Trubisky. Would it have gone to seven if it's Pickett? I guess that doesn't really matter at this point. I still like Pittsburgh. Here's my problem, guys. So during the break, our guy, at least from my my break in errands, Paul Aspen got out to Vegas. I I don't know how I'm going to get to five games. I love so many. I just love really? the board. There's like three games where I don't have an opinion. Like maybe two or three. Like I, and maybe one of them is on Thursday. But I don't know how I'm gonna I'm gonna whittle this down. And then I'm looking at and you never want to take too much into it. But some of the the teams that are getting no play, some of these underdogs, like I love almost all of them. <laughs> so I, I. I hear a lot of chatter like, oh, this is so hard for Survivor. What are you going to do? I don't look at it that way at all. Because if you look at the the point spreads this week and how many are around a touchdown, that's more than we're going to have in most weeks this NFL season. I can't wait. It's it's a great teaser week. If you like to bet on home underdogs, it's awesome. The majority mm-hmm. of games have home underdogs to start the season. I, I think we're looking at a record. I think it's ten, 10 home dogs. It's a yeah. lot. And and we're and that Seattle number keeps going up. Now we're at six and a half. Man, I hope we get to seven. I hope we get to seven. But yeah, I, I can't I can't wait. There's there's so many things to, to talk about with this card. And I've I've so many opinions all over the place. 
I love all the home dogs. And I think week one is an opportunity where you see some bad teams win too. And teams take chances. They do some different things. We see things that we didn't see in the preseason. Um, Mike McDaniel, for example, he didn't really show anything. So, and that's interesting to me because uh, the Patriots are flying down there today to get a few practices in, get acclimated to the weather. Oh, I love it. I love the board too. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Wait, you like the you like the Bears? I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I like the bears. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh no. wow. Don't do that. <laughs> We're off to a flying start oh, okay. here. All right. So we mentioned the home dogs, but the other way, right? That means, Joe, I do think this mm-hmm. is a trickier week for Survivor. But now you might be right. There are enough big favorites in terms of spreads then it should give you some options, right? It's not like they're all three-point numbers. But most of the mm-hmm. big favorites are on the road, right? We're not getting that that simple, easy home team, big favorite. Just put it down. Like, I, I don't think this – I think it's an easier week for sides than than it is for than for Survivor. I, I, I've gone back and forth. Like, I still think the Niners, but it's a it's an offensive line in flux with a young quarterback. Yeah. I keep going back to the Ravens. We we got the story yesterday that Zach Wilson might play. I'm not buying that. I'm not sure if you guys are what you thought of that little nugget that Robert Sala threw yeah, out. I think that's to throw the Jets off. Uh, I, I don't mm-hmm. buy it. Or throw the Ravens off. But that's the game I look at. I don't even think I, that could throw the Ravens off in that matchup. Neither do I. That's the survivor <laughs> play. That's the game I look at. I mean, John Harbaugh in his career week one, it's been excellent. And and the Jets stink. I mean, that that's – I keep going that when I get, I think we're up to seven now at BetMGM in that game. And I understand why. No, I, I see six and a half. Let, let me see. Half? Good. I saw MGM. that too. I know, I know the market is six and a half. And okay. no, you're right. There, there, there are a couple six and a halves, but the majority are at seven, including BetMGM. Juice under to Har- the Jets though. Right. Yeah. Under Harbaugh, 10 and four against the spread week one. He's been the most profitable a uh, week one coach in the last 15 years. Okay. So I was talking about the teams that haven't, that are not very popular. It's early. Things can change. We can have some movement uh, to your point about how tough it is. Like all these heavy road favorites. There's one that has crossed seven, that key number of seven. There's one and it's the Colts at the Texans, a divisional matchup. So I, I get your point. That Niners game, touch seven, and now we're back to six and a half because people are a little concerned about Trey Lance, which is just, it's fascinating. The, the one game that I hesitate that isn't getting any play, let me, let me throw the ones that I've noticed and see if you guys disagree with any of these. Jets, one of those underdogs, n- nobody's going to bet, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to bet the Ravens or they're going to tease the game or they're going to walk away. As, as far as sides, Browns are not getting any play. I think that's crazy. Like, seriously, I, it's just one of those games where, okay, take a step back, repeat this out loud. Wait, 
the Carolina Panthers are favored to beat this talented Browns roster, and I don't even know that they have the advantage at quarterback? Oh, my gosh. Um, nobody's betting the Browns. That's surprised. Maybe It's probably a Watson thing. They don't want to back that team. So, okay. Well, uh, there's the also Giants the narrative. Were... Before you go on, that's a narrative thing, right? Yeah. There's an assumption, a feeling that Baker – that like if the Panthers it's quarterback – Baker revenge game. Right. Yeah, if the Panthers quarterback was anyone else like Baker, right, the 23rd or 26th best quarterback, I think there would be more people on the Browns. Right. It, it's the Baker thing. Yeah. It's the Baker Okay. Again, have you watched Baker? <laughs> like they quit on him for a reason, and now – you're okay. You're going to win because it's a rent bench game. I'm surprised to see that people are not betting the Giants. All I hear is, you know, we're selling the Titans, selling the Titans, and I'm one of those people. And there are not a lot of people backing the Giants. I think this might be the only time. Well, you'll get the Texans a couple times, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for um, the Titans to be favored by six or more this year. This might be it. That's how bad it could turn. And I'm with you. I mean, we've been on that game. Yeah. Listen, have I already put together yeah. and not even put it in yet, but have I put together a money line underdog parlay with the tight with the Giants in it for week one? I have. Woo. I have. Yeah. I like Two to it. One. I like it. Well, do you have the Seahawks on it? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. To win, maybe cover. Yeah. I think yeah. Harold Landry, that injury is really big. Yeah. And I think the fact right. that this line moved is not so much people think, oh, the Giants are so good, but maybe people are realizing the Titans are not that good. And we've been talking about it on the show that that's a, one of the teams we're looking to fade. But Is I think this could be more like a three, four point game. I, I, I mean, I just so think this I. Harold Landry thing is huge. I mean, he had over four seasons with the Titans, 31 sacks, 12 sacks last year. Really big loss. I don't know how they overcome that. And Daniel yeah, Jones has been better on the road in his career. On the on the road, he covers way more than at home. I mean, this is a giant spot. This it's a giant spot. I'm and if going. Wink Martindale puts some pressure on Tannehill, woof, <laughs> he's going to be turning that ball over. Oh man, that's going to be total of forty three and a half. Let's uh, get excited. Well, I, I am I am excited for so many of these games. I, that's what I'm saying. Like when I go over this board, like. Okay, I like Pittsburgh. Okay, we'll see what Seattle closes at. If I get seven in the contest, I'm going to be in love with that. Uh, we're talking about the Giants. There's, you know, Kansas City. I don't love that. It went to three in the hook. But it's still mm -hmm. Pat Mahomes against a team that we're probably going to be fading. Four um, in the hook. Got MGM right now. Four in the hook. Oh, We've moved up. Yeah, it is climbing. That's well, ridiculous. everyone's been listening to the show. We've been saying it for weeks. Right. I mean, come on. Also, yeah, we had to tell why, Pat Mahomes is good. <laughs> right. Why Why would we hesitate on four and a half? Why would we hesitate there? The last time the Chiefs won a season opener, or lost rather, 2014. Andy Reid always gets his team ready to play. Although I do have to say the Cardinals have won the last three years too, their season openers. But if I had to pick, I would... I would uh, be on the Chiefs' side. Paul, to answer your question, three. against the spread as Chiefs three. coach. Get a off season yep. to uh, prepare. Why would we hesitate at four and a half? Because it's not going to be four and a half. You know this. It's not going to close at four and a half. This thing's right. The way it's going. Once, are we going to six? Once it got, 
Right. Once it got to to three and a half and started going, I'm just hoping it doesn't get to six. But even if it does, like anywhere, any of these dead numbers, it's like once it got over three, (laughs) fine. But look, Zach Ertz now has a calf. So, I mean, he's throwing to Kyler's going to throw to Hollywood, I guess, and Rondale Moore. Like, who else? Because Hopkins is obviously out. Kirk's gone. Yikes, 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 yikes. Uh, I like the Raiders, too. I can't. There's way too many games to like. I, I talked about the Browns. By the way, this Packers Vikings number keeps dropping. What's we're close, that we're close to a pick them. We're close to a I know. pick now. Yeah, I know. Mm. I don't really want any side of that game. I'm just going to be fascinated to watch it. Yeah, yeah. same. Which, which, which team are you fading harder, the Bucks or the Cowboys? Because they're facing each other this week. Well, I like the under, except that under's gone under. What two? It's it's come down about a point or two since this opened. I mean, everyone, I think everyone realized the offensive lines are. I mean, Jason Peters just yeah. got signed. When you're signing Jason Peters <laughs> off Isn't the street, kiss of death, kiss of oh, death. The Cowboys are. It wasn't done. like 52. I think Speaking of the Cowboys, we'll hit them next. And Marcus Lohr is talking about being the underdog, or maybe not. We'll hit that next right here <laughs> on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> 